This is week 13 of Fantasy Binge. I am your host, Tamara, and I'm sitting across from my co-host, Tony James, the Fantasy Sage. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on the socials at Fantasy Binge on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So, I'm 4-0 again this week. Okay. What about you? 6 and 3 Six and three ain't bad. It is not. It is not. I'm not mad at it's all. It's not a hundred, but I got yeah. wins where I needed them. The places where I got not, losses. Not all of us can be. Didn't know, matter. Winners. Oh, we're getting news. News as we're talking to y'all. So you might have noticed that it is not Wednesday. That is because with all the shenanigans going on with Baltimore, Pittsburgh affecting Dallas, affecting all those games. As you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore played on Wednesday afternoon. I had to try to stream it during my lunch. And uh, we decided to go ahead and push the podcast. So today is Friday. Yeah, there was a lot that happened. Waivers got moved. Yep. They should have just cleared this morning. So mm-hmm. check your waiver wires and see who people dropped. Uh, for most people, this is likely the last week of your regular season. So this is your last opportunity to get into the playoffs if you are not already into the playoffs. Real quick, a piece of breaking news that is probably going to be important to most of you. Josh Jacobs is not traveling with the team yeah. and will not play on Sunday. Yeah, that injury that he got. Shoot. Must be. Although I feel like they were saying it could be a high ankle sprain. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I had him, took him out of the game a few times last week. He only put up a two or a three fantasy points. And now he won't be playing. So, and this is a good matchup against the Jets, too, so. This is, this is tough for me. This is tough. I have him in a league. Although I think I'm in first in that league, so I'm okay there. Yeah, you can take a loss. Yeah. You just want to make sure you well, submit your buy. You want to submit your buy. You just want to make sure you submit your buy. That's what I'm trying to do. Lock in my bye weeks. With a six and three record? Well, six and three. I know. It's across all your leagues. Yeah, but like, how many leagues are you making it into the playoffs? All but two. Two I'm eliminated, and then there are another two where it's like uh, three, where I'm like, okay, I need to win, and I need somebody to lose okay, to take a playoff spot. And then there are four where it's like they're you're mine. In, you're in. Wait, what was that? Just uh, Tua. Ah, that's not just Tua. I picked up Fitzpatrick this morning because I messed up and waited too long, didn't go back and get Cousins, and now I'm in a league where I don't have a quarterback. Uh Oh. Yeah, so I had Daniel Jones last week, and that streaming options are very thin. Very, very thin. So I was going to start Fitz. Now I may have to either start Tua or, like, Andy Dalton. It's that bad. It's that bad. (laughs) And this is a league that you're going, you need a win for a playoff? No, I'm in the playoffs in that league. I'm currently in third, um, and I've been streaming all season, but I've been – using my waiver claims like the rest of my lineup has been solid mm-hmm. so i've just been using my waiver claims for quarterbacks okay and i didn't put in any waiver claims last night and sure enough woke up and Kirk cousins was gone so mm. that's unfortunate yep all right well that's enough about ourselves and how well we're doing uh <laughs> let's get into these highs and lows for this week so i'm gonna start in the nfl league perfect that's what i have pulled that's where up. i'm at too it looks like the highest score this week in the NFL league is Beauty and the Beast with 151 points. I'm sure when I look at this roster, because I did no show prep, it's going to have Tyreek Hill on it. Um, actually, oh, no. no. They have uh, Latavius Murray, who came out of nowhere this week uh, with a 26. If you listen to the podcast, you, you did know. mention it. You did. Nick Chubb did well for Rogers Rojo. had a good game. Yeah. So, that's yeah. uh, Beauty nice and the start. Beast with 151. The next closest score in the NFL League is oh. 129 points. All, All gas, gas, no breaks. Shout out Lacey. Our GM. Let's see what he was rocking Derek with. Henry. He started Ryan Fitzpatrick last uh, week. With Jefferson yep. with Minnesota. 
22. Nice. Those are the three that really did it for him. Duke Johnson came through late, mm-hmm. 15. Yeah, but that's that's who pretty much did it, those three. All right, who is the first person you see in the bottom? I see. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. it's going to be Hawaiian Kings. Yeah, Hawaiian Kings at 69.98. Let's see what happened here. Um, Kamara did nothing. Oh, Sanders did nothing. Tyler that's Boyd tough. did nothing. That Alvin Kamara thing is really, really tough. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore, they had a rough game. Claypool only with an eight. Yeah, he's got a good roster, but it it just didn't come to fruition last week. All right. And Next. then 73 point, no, 71.8 slick cards. And Kyler Murray only with a seven. He had to start CD Lamb. Got a zero from Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough. Got a few double-digit performances, but nothing that really, really stands out. Oh, that's because his bench is full of nothing. Adrian AP. Peterson. He was going to be the lone guy in that yeah, backfield, but, which you, you got to trust it sometimes. Yeah, but even then still wouldn't have pulled it out. So Yeah, true. All right, let's move into the NFL League. I mean, the ESPN League, which... I am in couples therapy currently. All right. Uh, who's in the top there? So if we look at the week 12 scoreboard, we've got Team JC winning ticket with 168.42. Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson all in the 30s. Then you've got, that's pretty much it. The rest of his people were pretty average. 16 from his defense, 12 from his second quarterback. So, yeah, really those top three put him over 100 points alone. Mm-hmm. Insane, mm-hmm. yeah. What a, that that was that was an excellent week for those three. Next, uh, next is the person who got their first win Yay, against now. me. Unfortunately, oh, they had Tyree Kill. Yeah, that's what got me. She had yeah. Tyree Kill. Pretty much everybody else was average. Even her quarterback only put up a fifteen. So that fifty-one point four led her to a one hundred twenty-three point day. And honestly, you've got Jefferson and Eckler on your bench. In the meantime, Elliott got you 2.4. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, 3.8. 3.8. Your second Waller. OP spot, Derek Carr. Carr. Oh, he so killed sorry. a lot of people this week. It, had, it Just, like, put up a 20. Yeah. An average day. You know what I mean? I still would have lost, but it would have been respectable. Like, 0. 0.6? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty pretty rough. All right. Who's in the bottom here? I Looks see like a 72. Team, team North team Bay. Team North Bay. And, and she's, she, a, she's one of the top teams in the league, too. She did too. not take it well. CEH, Aaron Jones. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. People that have been showing up for her consistently Cam week after Newton week. in her second OP spot yep. with a less than four. Negative five from one of the best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just, that was an outlier week for sure. Um, and then we've got, wow, everybody scored high. 98 is the next lowest scoring team over 9,000. He started Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. Kalen Balazs, two mm-hmm. people who were not playing this week. Mm-hmm. And still almost got the win. Yeah, I was very upset. I was <laughs> getting mad. <laughs> Had a nice game from Nick Chubb, but everybody else was pretty average. Juju and Keenan in the teens. Um, Baltimore's D with a seven. Those, they, those teenage, uh, teenage, teen points and that 25 from Chubb kept him in the matchup, though. Had he started somebody at one of those positions, he'd have had you. And I would be mad. Right, well. So anyway, <laughs> let's move on because almost doesn't count. Let's go to champs only. Champs only. We've got. I don't want to talk about this. I'm sure you don't. It's rough. All right. Highest score this week is Vacaville Joe Mama, the newbie. Yes. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 31. Derrick Henry, 37. And Tyreek Hill, 51. Goodness gracious. Those three alone would have beat her opponent. Yeah. you look at those three scores. Wow. What a week. And then second highest score is Hendog Hero. 124.44. He Aaron had a Rogers. good Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Will Fuller, who Fuller. really oh. showed up this Speaking week. of Will Fuller, we might as well talk about it real quick. Has been suspended for performance-enhancing drugs for the next six games. That concludes the season and goes into week one of next season. So, Taper expectations for Deshaun Watson going forward. He's got uh, Randall Cobb and he's got uh, Brandon Cooks. And Kiki QT will take a step up as the wide receiver three on that roster. But without Will Fuller, it's always tough sledding for Deshaun Watson. So mm-hmm. we'll see, see how, how that goes. It affects the matchup this yeah. week. 
All right. So lowest score this week, uh, Sage. Yeah. 71.68. Yeah. So I, you Jacobs, know. McKissick, yeah. Cooper Cup, Hunt. People that have been balling. Yeah. It's another league where I had Eckler and Justin Jefferson on my bench. Mm. And that would have helped me take the matchup. Yeah. So, you know, you only can start so many people. You look for the best matchups. I don't know how I ended up keeping McKissick in there over um, over Eckler. Oh, it's because McKissick was a Thanksgiving game. And so Eckler was still – he wasn't designated back from IR mm. until the weekend. And so I had already – that, that three that McKissick put up was already posted. Well, next so. on the bottom is Team Niner Walker, 85.1. Mm. Stafford that got him a 16. That hurts when your quarterback can't break 20. Chase Edmonds with only an eight. Uh, looks like Hakeem Grant from Miami. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't what know what that's about. about. Um, Leonard Fournette, only a three and a half. He had Indianapolis D losing five. So, I mean, this was another matchup, again, playing against me, where it could have been been an upset. Could have ended rough. And last but not least, the work league in which I made a solid promise that, like the Count of Monte Cristo, I was going to come back and ruin lives. Mm. So, I have not studied it yet, but I'm pretty sure with a win and the right loss this week, I could get into these playoffs. Really? In the work league. Okay. I, you know what? That's oh, kind of what I need, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I I can sneak into six and, and get in, but I need some stuff to happen. High score this week is yours truly with a nice 141 on the board in this tough league to score points. I had Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, and A.J. Brown pretty much running things for me. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry not to take over the conversation, but I'm all of a sudden in second place in my division. Oh, yeah. So me, you, F.O. Blue Chips, and F.L.B.J.'s wife here are all tied. The F5 and 7. But I... Their tiebreakers must be different in this league. Yeah, I'm wondering why. Because I have more points than you, Mm -hmm. but I have more points against me. And that looks like the commandant no because, yeah, you have the least amount of points scored against you. So we have to look at what the tiebreakers are. Again, yeah. know your rules. Um, but as you can see, one, two, three, four, five people in the other division <laughs> are getting in, and then your dad from our division is getting in. Yeah, so, so we've I got need... to overtake one of those six and six teams. Yep. Yep. So we got to get a win. We need them to get a loss. And then we need to understand what the tiebreakers are. Yeah, I need Sacto and Sack just win both to take a loss. That would be nice. And then I need to win. That would be nice. Yeah. So yeah. back to the scoreboard. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't do much for me, but again, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, and A.J. Brown, 35, 31, and 21 respectively, uh, got me through the week with a 15 from my D. And next is I Rapture. I believe there's a 125. Yep, yeah. Rapture, whom I'm playing this week and need to Ooh. beat. Deshaun Watson, um, Rojo, and Devontae. Latavius Davis. Murray. Oh, yeah. And New Orleans D. Yep, with a 14. Nice week for him. On the low end of things, we have a 59 mm. from Silver Surfing. That was against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard Fournette with a 2. Uh, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Chase Claypool, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup. Sounds good on paper. Nobody showed up. Yeah. And then we have a 61 from F-O-O-B-J's wifey. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Josh Jacobs, DJ Moore, Conley with a zero, negative five from her D. Mm. It was just as rough as rough can get. Robinson and Ingram on her bench in double digits. I wouldn't have played either one of those. We'll, we'll interrupt the podcast real quick, huh? Okay, well, you should be in class right now. Lunch is over. <laughs> he didn't like the pizza. Homeschool. <laughs> we should keep that in. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where we're at. Again, we're in week 13. Got some opportunities to get into the playoffs. I think you're in in the other three. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to get in in the work league mm-hmm. to make it four out of four. That is solid. Yeah, I'm. That is pretty those solid. Are some pretty good odds. Um, any news? Uh, 
Well, you already mentioned Will Fuller apparently said, you got me. Okay, okay. Yeah, he didn't appeal it. You got me. Um, he, he's taking responsibility. He is guilty. He's mm-hmm. not going to try to get less games. Which, that's kind of the minimum for, for performance. That's been the standard for performance-enhancing uh, drugs over the last course of the last couple of seasons. Minimum of six games. So, that's what he's going to deal with. Um, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon has been reinstated for the umpteenth time by the league and is eligible to return to the Seattle Seahawks in week 16. Mm. I don't know how he's going to fare in that offense with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, but that'll be a third wide receiver option on the field. Um, and we'll see how that goes. All right. Um... Antonio Brown's lawsuit has been pushed to November of next year. So there will be no effect on the rest of this season for him. How do you him? get a twelve month delay on a I, lawsuit? I, yeah, I don't. Suspect. I don't know how that, how that happens <laughs> either. Um, I, a lot of times that ha- happens when they want to see how you're going to behave over the course of the next twelve months. If he comes back in with no infractions, then and it's a civil suit, so it's it's not a criminal case. It's a civil. Okay, I'm suing you because you hit my car. I don't care how you act over the next year. You owe me $20,000. We'll see. I don't want to wait a year to get my $20,000. Got pushed out a year. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't think there's any other pressing news that we need to discuss. Mm-mm. We already talked about the firings. Did anyone else get fired? Nobody else got fired, but there are some people definitely um, on the edge of their seats. <laughs> we're going to be seeing Anthony Lynn get fired at the end of the year. Of course, we're going to see Adam Gase get fired at the end of the year, and I'm hoping to see Matt Nagy get axed, too. Why are you hoping? Why are you wishing ill for something? Uh, listen, he's How terrible. How is he supposed to take care of his family if he gets fired? He's made multiple millions of dollars <laughs> over the years. Hopefully, he's been smart with it. All right, so let's get into these one 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 minute matchups. Let's start with the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, really quick, just in case you guys didn't know, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but there were two games that were moved. There was no Thursday night game last night that was supposed to be Dallas and Baltimore that has now been moved to Tuesday. Uh, so if you were not aware, the schedule has been moved to Tuesday at 5.05 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And a game that was supposed to be played Sunday afternoon, Washington versus Pittsburgh, has been moved to Monday afternoon. So uh, that's going to be 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So pay attention to the schedule changes as they may affect your start-sit decision, especially if you guys have anybody that's questionable uh, that's on either of those rosters. You might want to pay close attention to uh, the news on those people. Also, bye weeks this week are Tampa Bay and Carolina. So Brady and all of his wonderful receivers, as well as the Christian McCaffreys and Teddy Bridgewaters and DJ Moores of the world will not be playing this week. All right, so let's move into the Saints versus Atlanta. Let's start in Atlanta. All right, so... Um, question- oh, I'm sorry, the ATL. ATL. Question that always remains is, is Julio going to play? Now, we talked about this last week, and we saw when Julio did not play that Matt Ryan's production went down to 13 fantasy points. So, Julio is still questionable, is not practicing as of today, if memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if he doesn't go against this New Orleans defense, that seems to be getting better and better every week. Um, I would really taper expectations for that passing game. Now, Todd Gurley. Oh, they're limited. Him and Todd Gurley. Him and Gurley are limited. Okay, so pay attention to the practice reports coming out of Saturday. It's usually walkthroughs, but depending on the capacity in which they practice, they may go. If they go, then you can comfortably start Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Todd Gurley. If they don't practice, then the only person that I would be considering starting uh, would be Gurley if he goes, and if not, nobody. All right, on the other side of the ball, you've got Taysom Hill and them Saints. Listen, we saw it last week, and I think it's something that we're going to continue to see until Drew Brees gets back. It was another week where... uh, uh, Taylor Murray, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara was not utilized in the passing game, and it's just that's just not Taysom Hill's game. So uh, without being used in the passing game, it appears that, again, they're going to a more traditional run game which means Latavius Murray is going to be the guy again this week. Now, was his health in question after last week's performance? Latavius Murray? No. Was Kamara questionable? Yes. Kamara was questionable. Okay, I knew somebody was hurt there. 
Um, but even still, if he plays, they may be trying to incorporate him more and more into the offense. But until I see it, I just don't trust it. So if you can pivot away from Alvin Kamara, which in most cases you probably can't, but if you can, or if you can pick up Murray off waivers, I would recommend it. As far as the receivers are concerned, Michael Thomas has still been getting the lion's share of the targets since Taysom Hill took over at quarterback. That is the only receiver that you can trust as long as he is in charge. Um, would I start Taysom Hill against Atlanta? Upside I, of a, I kind of would. I, I mean, like the I like the upside the potential upside yeah. of a couple rushing touchdowns. He's I mean, gonna get his rushing yards. Looking. Right. He's he's a guy that you can use as a spot start against that Atlanta defense. Now is that Atlanta defense that gonna show up the same defense that showed up against the Raiders last week? You never listen, know. Listen, listen. Let's not. I'm just it. listen. I'm just saying. All right. Well, sounds good. Let's move into Cleveland against Tennessee. Okay. Cleveland against Tennessee. Tennessee won a statement game against Indianapolis, and they made that Colts defense look like they were non-existent last week. I expect them to pound Cleveland. Um, that said, they're not the best at stopping opposing offenses from being able to put up points. So uh, I love Jarvis Landry in this matchup. And, of course, you're going to start Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but I would not necessarily start Baker Mayfield. Okay. Um, on the other side of the ball, Tennessee side of the ball, the usual suspects. I believe I got a, a notification earlier that Jonu Smith is not going to play this week. Correct. And so out. it's going to be A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Uh, I wouldn't start whoever the backup tight end is there. That's and I, Fersker. Ferkser. 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 He's going to be touchdown dependent. So if you, if you need somebody to throw in there because you don't have anybody on your waiver wire, he, he has potential, but I wouldn't rely on his week. Um, and I think Ryan Tannehill is actually going to be a really good start this week. All right. What about – we'll move on to Detroit and Chicago. Detroit and Chicago. Is Matthew Stafford healthy? Matthew Stafford. No, that's Denver, not Detroit. Questionable. Okay, so they're yeah, oh yeah, his thumb. That's right. It was limited in practice yesterday. Their game against Chicago is really going to de- depend on how healthy their their main guys are. Okay, right. Kenny Galladay, we know, has been dealing with an injury. DeAndre Swift. Galladay's already out. So Galladay's out. Yep. Swift. Last time I saw was questionable. He's got a um, oh, just an illness and won't participate in practice today. Okay, so now we're looking at potentially uh, Matt, a, a broken Matthew Stafford, yeah. Marvin Jones at wide receiver, and, at tight end. and Adrian Peterson against the Bears defense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, when you put it like that, <laughs> clearly I'm, I'm not going to start any of You know what I mean? So, like, last week was a much better matchup, more favorable matchup on Thanksgiving. This week is not that kind of party. So, uh, unless those other two guys are playing – I would steer clear of uh, of their offense, of Detroit's offense this week. All right, and what about in Chicago? They've uh, committed to Trubisky. Yep. So um, is that your quarterback now? No. Um, he's projected 18 fantasy points this week. He moved the ball with a little bit more conviction last week, but I think he's just trying to keep his job. Fortunately for him, uh, Detroit's defense is is not great. Um, so do I think Allen Allen Robinson actually has some stock in this game? I actually do. I think he has a potential to get into the end zone this week. As far as the run game is concerned, I don't trust any of the running backs on that roster, so I would steer clear. I think Allen Robinson is the only guy I trust this week. Really? Yep. Okay. All right, next on our list is Cincinnati against the Dolphins. <sighs> I wish Fitzpatrick was starting, but Tua is now questionable, and it looks like he has the potential to start. Um. We've seen ups and downs from Tua Tagovailoa. We've seen games where he's thrown for 300 yards, and we've seen games where he's thrown for under 100, and they've flopped. Cincinnati's defense, is there. I mean, they're not great. They're playing with a backup quarterback, right, now that Burrow's out. Uh-huh. Um, and so they're not going to be able to move the ball very effectively uh, against Miami. I think Miami's going to win the game, but I actually don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people would assume. Okay. Um, so am I playing Miami? I would not am play, I playing Parker? No. Am I playing 
Not Grant. not with Tua. With, I wouldn't play any of the wide receivers with, with Tua quarterbacking. If something happens and Fitzpatrick plays, you can start all those guys. You can start Gasecki. You can start uh, Devontae Parker. I would love to start those dudes. I believe they're uh, – what's going on at running back? What happened with Kalen Balaj? Uh, not Kalen Balaj, but um, Salvin there. Ahmed. He's uh, question, He's doubtful. Doubtful. Okay, so is there original running back? And Gaskin's on IR. Right. So who's <laughs> even running the ball for Miami this week? Uh, nobody. Brita's out. Yeah. All okay, there. they've got uh, this guy. <laughs> this guy's doubtful, so not him, not Washington. All their running backs are hurt. That's the point I was trying to get to. Yeah, they've to. got some guy named Bowden Jr., and he kind of he does both, apparently. He goes both ways, running back and wide receiver. So they're going to be relying. And Laird. Oh, Patrick Laird. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. So he's probably going to get the start. Um, but they're going to be relying on the passing game against Cincinnati, which makes them one-dimensional. And I just don't trust Tua's ability to get it done. On the other side of the ball, I'm not starting anybody either. All right, sounds good. Uh, next on our list are the Jaguars and the Vikings. Minnesota has come, has been coming on strong. They had the potential to make the playoffs. They had only won one of their first six, and they've been pretty lights out ever since. Um, and so I love this offense, all of this offense, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, whose defense is not a threat right. whatsoever. So you're playing Cook, Cousins, Steele, and Jefferson. Yep. Yeah, I don't play Kyle Rudolph. That's just silly. Well, yeah, it was worth it last time I because Thielen was out. Uh, but now that Thielen's back, he's not going to be used. And like you mentioned before, Jacksonville. Um, um, their quarterback situation is just too is is it's dire. Mm-hmm. And even though DJ Chark, DJ Chark didn't play last week, if memory serves me correctly, um, but he is getting the majority of the targets when he is in the game. I just don't think it matters much. All right. Moving on to the next game, that is the Colts against the Texans. Colts-Texans. Again, we talked about Houston earlier with Will Fuller being out. Uh That's going to create a tough situation for Deshaun Watson as it is. On top of that, he is now having to play against the Colts uh, front four or five. So um, I I don't like this offense at all this week against the Colts defense. I think this is going to be a very good bounce-back game for that D uh, after getting embarrassed by Tennessee last week. Uh, so stay away from Houston's offense until you see what their options are going to be. I know they've been putting up 40 points a week. I just don't see that happening against the Colts. All right. And in Indianapolis, are you, who are you comfortable playing? Um, the usual suspects. Jonathan Taylor is supposed to be back uh, this week. Mm-hmm. So I like Jonathan Taylor. Houston is not a defense that is uh, very good against the run. Um, and so Taylor, the last time we saw him, did – get back to the majority of the carries and we saw Naeem Hines take a step back which we weren't expecting um but I think Taylor's going to be the guy this week against Houston and then of course uh they're going to utilize their tight ends now we have been seeing uh T.Y. Hilton get a little bit more involved in the passing offense which if you've been holding on to him all year I said you could cut him mm-hmm. uh I wouldn't trust it but if there's a game that he has the potential to get into the end zone it's this one okay uh, let's move on then to uh, Vegas Raiders against the Jets. On paper, this looks like a wonderful, wonderful matchup. But what we have learned about Derek Carr is that he plays to the potential of his opponent. When he plays against Kansas City, we see a guy that looks like he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And then he plays a game like last week where they should dominate and he looks terrible. Terrible. Um, Terrible. So, so again, on paper against the Jets, it looks like a situation where, especially now that Jacobs is out, he should have the ball flinging all over the field and the receivers should be having a field day. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Um, I don't trust it. I won't say that I don't see it. The potential is there. But am I trusting Ruggs or Aguilar? Or, Aguilar is questionable. Right? Am I trusting Hunter Renfro to get into the end zone? Only person I really trust is Waller. With Jacobs out, I, I feel confident starting Darren Waller. But okay. anybody else, any of those receivers, you're praying for a touchdown. And what about Darnold in them Jets? Um, we saw Darnold go over the top to Perriman, which is what we had saw from Joe Flacco while, while Darnold was out. So he did utilize that last week. 
Uh, Denzel Mims has been getting about five targets a game. Uh, so he's utilizing Mims. I actually like Gore. Okay. I, I like Gore in this matchup, and Brashard Perriman is the only receiver that I would feel confident starting. They don't really use the tight end. So just those two for me. All right, let's move on to the Giants and the Seahawks. Giants this is in the first Seahawks. afternoon game. Okay. Um, this all depends on whether or not Daniel Jones can go. Uh, if he can play, we know what Seattle does. We know what they don't have the ability to do, and that's defend, right? Giants defense has actually looked pretty good. They uh, have him as doubtful, so. Okay, so if Daniel Jones doesn't play, then they have no offense. Yeah, it's going to be right? Colt McCoy. And then uh, we're going to be looking at who? Devontae Freeman? No, Devontae Freeman's on IR. So Wayne Gallman mm-hmm. is going to be the starting running back against the Seattle front. Uh, they did make some changes in free agency. They they picked up some guys from another other other teams on that defense, and that defense has been better. Seattle's defense has in the last couple of weeks, but they're still not great. Fact is, though, Giants don't have a quarterback. Yeah. So they're gonna have it's gonna be tough sledding uh, against the Seattle Seahawks on the other side of the ball. I think it's gonna be a situation where Giants offense can't stay on the field, so that defense is gonna be pooped around the third quarter, which means we may see some more let Russ cook. But they're not going to waste Russell Wilson if they can win this game on the ground. So early on in the first half, we're going to see a lot of Chris Carson. Um, And if he's getting it done, then this could be a game where Russell Wilson only has 200 passing yards. And that means you got to make a selection between Debo Samuel and um, not Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on who's going to get into the end zone. Now, that's an if. Right. So you're not going to do it. Don't be cute. Right. Start Lockett. Start Metcalf, start Carson. If you have Russ, start Russ. Just understand that that there is the potential for it to be a Carson type of day, right? Lock it last week. Don't get scared off by that game. He was was dealing with an injury, which is why it was so DK Metcalf heavy. Um, I think Lockett is going to get more involved this week. All right, let's move on to the Rams and the Cardinals. Rams-Cardinals, another division game. This is the first time they're actually playing each other this week. They play again in Week 17, so I don't have a point of reference. Um, The Rams have kind of been up and down as far as their defense is concerned. They lost to a struggling 49ers team last week that they should not have lost to. Mm. Um, It was 17-10, if memory serves me correctly, and a pretty good defensive battle. Um, So I I think Kyler Murray, they're going to put pressure on Murray. They're going to try to take away his ability to run. Uh, which means we're going to see David Johnson used in a pass catching capacity more this year, more this week okay. than we have this season. Uh, I actually like that for his upside this week. Um, you're going to start DeAndre Hopkins, but you just got to hope that he can get a couple over the top uh, because he hasn't been very consistent. I'm sorry, you said who? D Hop. No, before D- David Johnson. In Arizona? Oh, shit. He's on Houston. I'm <laughs> tripping. He used to be in Arizona. Kenny and, Kenny and Drake. Uh, talking about Kenny and Drake. I know. And I was just like, mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, no, no. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Kenny and Drake. Kenny and Drake. Um, okay, so now D-Hop. So, yes. DeAndre Hopkins has been a little inconsistent uh, this this game or this year, and I expect that to continue only because the pass rush is going to be in Ky- – Aaron Donald is going to be down Kyler's throat so they can shut his ability to run down as much as they possibly can. So I like uh, Kenyon Drake to have a good game, and I actually really like um, – what's the other wide receiver there's name that I is missing Chase me right Edmonds. now? I mean, no. not Chase Edmonds, Christian, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk to, to have the potential to score a touchdown or two this week. All right. In L.A., did you do L.A. already? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, I didn't actually. Um we want to say start Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. The only one that I trust is Robert Woods. Cooper Cup can get yeah. you a 15 or a 20, or he can get you a three. And the three seems more often than not this season. Um, so I, I don't trust Christian Kirk against this secondary. Um, but I like Robert Woods just because of the target share that he receives in this offense. We saw Cam Akers take a step forward in this offense last week, but he's really the goal back. So if they're able to get the ball down inside the five, it looks like he's going to be the guy to get the carries to get into the end zone. Um, but other than that, between the 20s, he's not getting 
those opportunities. So you're hoping for that red zone opportunity for him to get a touchdown. That just makes me uncomfortable uh, starting him. So really, Robert Woods and uh, nobody else. All right, sounds good. Our next matchup are the Patriots against the Chargers. Uh, we just got an alert that Cam Newton is good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that matters or not. <laughs> it does not to me. Uh, James White is who I like in this matchup against the Chargers. Other than that, uh, he doesn't pass the ball enough. Yeah, He's like Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Like his passing yards are in the 180s to the 215. And if they get inside the five, he's going to be the guy to run it in for the touchdown. Yeah. Right? So 84 yards last week, 365 against Houston, but then 118, uh, 274 against the Jets, but then 174, 98, 156. See? It, like he's he has a couple of games here and there where he does boom, right? And he has the ability to, but it's just not consistent. Um, and if his passing yards aren't up there, then his receivers are not getting any work. Um, and so I, they're going to take away the ability for Cam to pass. They're going to rush the passer as much as they possibly can and put some pressure on him. And so there's going to be a lot of checkdowns to the running backs in this game. We saw James White pretty much take over the Rex Burkhead role mm-hmm. in this offense. We didn't see anything from Sonny Michelle. We saw very little from Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I expect James White to continue in that role, which gives him the best opportunity to score the points for the Patriots this week. And then what about in San Diego? Uh, for the Chargers, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen. I can't say it enough. Uh, as long as Herbert's there, Keenan Allen is going to be the guy. Mike Williams is peppered in there from time to time. You hope that he gets a long touchdown. But, again, not consistent enough for your Week 13 matchup trying to get into the playoffs. Um, so, other than that, uh, we saw uh, Austin Eckler come back from injury last week and make an immediate impact on the offense. So Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler are the ones that I trust. Um, if you need a tight end, Hunter Henry has the potential upside of scoring a touchdown. So, you know, you can start him. All right. Next, uh, last afternoon game, the Eagles against the Packers. Um. <laughs> the look on your face is like, don't play any of your Eagles. Well, what do we know, right? We know the Packers Carson has we know the Packers suspect. have one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. So, Miles Sanders. Okay. That's the only Philadelphia Eagle that you can put out there that will be the game plan. I'm surprised to hear you say that and not mention anything about Boston Scott who even after Miles Sanders return is still very viable. He's used in the passing game. Okay. And how good's the passing game? enough to make him a viable RB2. What's viable? 10 points. And how many points. weeks? Look, uh, Give me the last three weeks. Okay, 11.7, 7.5, Okay, and is that in PPR format? Yeah. It's got to be in PPR half format, half-point PPR format. Okay. I, I just – if you need – an RB2 and Boston Scott is your option. Like, I would hope you have a better RB2 option than that. Okay, well, here's But if my, you need a flex. Here's Miles Sanders in the last games. 5.2, 7.6, 12.5. Who'd they play? This is against Seattle last week, then Cleveland, then the Giants. Okay, so two decent run defenses, right? So we talked about Seattle's front getting better after the acquisitions mm-hmm. from from – free agency and okay. then we just talked about how good the Giants defense has been. Right. Okay. This okay. is this isn't a this isn't one of those matchups. Okay. This is number thirty one ranked run defense in the league. I'm just pointing out that you said only Miles Sanders, yet statistics and this, game But they're history. not gonna have to pass. So what does that mean for Boston Scott's stock in this game where they're not gonna be throwing the ball? Okay. That that's all I'm saying. No, uh, no, no, that uh, is fair. If, if they're fair. gonna be passing the ball then yes, Boston Scott has some stock, but you beat Green Bay on the ground, which means Miles Sanders is gonna be the guy. Right? We also have to take into consideration the fact that you have to ease him back into his touches after coming back from an injury. All right, so his his work level is gonna increase more and more every week and this is gonna be the game. It's been three weeks, but okay, I'm with you. Let's talk about Green Bay. Listen. If you want to start Boston Scott people, start him. I'm, I'm but just I'm just saying, I'm just I telling feel like we're gonna look at this matchup next week and Boston Scott's gonna outscore Miles Sanders. Do we want to make a bet on that? I will make a bet on that. Water bet? Fine, we can water bet, but aren't you don't you owe about two or three of them? 
we had to go back and roll the tape. We got to start keeping track of these I don't things. Have time to go back and roll. <laughs> I'll go back and roll the tape, but sure. All I'll, right, I'll listen. Hold us it. to it, people. Bosch and Scott against Miles Sanders and straight fantasy points this week. So we're not talking about touches. We're not talking about who out carries who or who out receives who. Okay, we're talking so straight, about straight half point PPR fantasy points. Okay, so are we talking about touches then if we're doing half point PPR? Well, no. Okay. It just comes down to fantasy. He can out touch Miles Sanders. He can get more touches include carries as well. You oh. don't get points for carries. I'm saying we're, that's why we're not computing touches. Well, yeah, we never were. We're just so computing. It's weird for you to bring it up that we're to specifically say we're not doing that. Anyway, move on to Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Start all your Packers. I'm not worried about Philadelphia's defense. Packers, you've been playing. Go ahead and play. What's the situation with Alan Lazard? Um, Is he healthy? Excuse me. I had a hiccup. Uh, Limited at practice yesterday. Still questionable. Okay. So, if Lazard plays, you're going to play him. Um, If Alan Lazard does not play, then Equinemia St. Brown takes a step forward. But I don't – I'm starting Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard. Other than that – uh, Robert Tanyan, I actually like in this game as well. All right, so the night game on Sunday, Broncos against the Chiefs. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Broncos against the Chiefs. What is the quarterback situation in Denver now that people are, are not on the COVID list and they don't have to start a backup uh, wide receiver? And Drew, Lo- Drew Locke is ready to go. Drew Locke is back. Drew Locke is ready to go. They struggled against Kansas City earlier this year. I believe Drew Locke had 14 fantasy points in that game. Um, and Kansas City. Okay. So, and Kansas City's defense has gotten progressively better uh, since that time. So, the game is in Mile, uh, not Mile High. Um, They're in Kansas City. In Kansas City, in Arrowhead. Um, you're starting your Chiefs Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'm a little weary of Clyde Edwards Hilaire's average production. Which is nothing. So. Um, and he had a bad week last week, but the, the problem week is. before he produced, but historically, in fact, let me just go to it instead of just going from memory. But he is definitely not consistent enough for me. If I have another option, then I'm going to play that other option. Yeah, if I have and, Boston and, Scott, I'll play him over Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do that? Are we make that bet too? Are you are you going to stand on Boston Scott again over CEH this week? Yes. I will make that bet, too. So Mark that down. Um, the problem in Kansas City is that when you see somebody's production go down, you would usually expect for somebody else's production to get better. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing anything from Le'Veon Bell. Right. Right? We're not seeing anything from any of the other running backs that are on that roster. So it's not, it's not a situation where somebody else is taking over. It's just they haven't really needed them. And so, um, if you can get away from a running back when Tyreek Hill is catching every ball, yeah, yeah, like if you can get away from Ceh this week, do it. If you have to start him, I'm sure he'll be fine. But he's a low end, low end RB two, high end three. Yeah. Um, so although when I'm looking at, I looked at his history. It's not. It's uh, just average. It's, yeah, it's just average. It's just average. Um, I know I have him about three leagues, and it's frustrating week in and week out. Uh, on Denver side of the ball, I don't trust any of these young guys. Yeah, you already said just Drew. Uh, no, oh, no, you didn't. I just asked about the quarterback situation. Uh, uh, Melvin Gordon has been surprisingly decent. Um, is he healthy? Philip Lindsay? Go <laughs> uh, RG3 just got placed on IR. Oh, God. Of course he did. <laughs> of course okay, he did. Okay. Who are we seeing if they're not Melvin Gordon? Yes. That is so – it's just fitting. That's just so fitting. He (laughs) played played one one game. game And now you're on IR. Pulled up his hamstring before the halftime and and then got benched (laughs) in the fourth quarter, and now you're hurt. That's just – that. this is a a terrible, terrible – like, I wouldn't even tell people I played in the NFL. Yeah. Figure out what you're doing after football and get good at that. And just – I wouldn't even talk about my time. And maybe my rookie year when he was like really dope. Yeah, but I'm like, oh my god, RG3. <laughs> it's sad. It's really sad. So he had a lot of potential. Um, uh, yes, Melvin Gordon is fine. Melvin Gordon is healthy. Okay, so 
Let me just double check myself. Uh, yes, do I like Melvin Gordon? It's kind of stinky. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a, like if you have him, you're starting him. I'm starting him in the sleeper bot league. I, I got him, so I'm playing him. And sometimes he comes through. Other times it's just like, oh, 11. Yeah. You know? Oh, so uh, I don't trust any of the, the wide receivers there. A lot of that, that wide receiver core is really young. Uh, Jerry Judy, I believe, is hurt. Um, and so you'd be talking about Tim Patrick and Noah Fant. And I just I don't see it this week. All right, let's move on to Washington and Pittsburgh, which are playing on Monday at 2 o'clock. Start your Steelers. Don't start your Skins. I mean, your your football teamers. And then Monday. I uh, Gibson, Gibson. Okay. You you can play Gibson. Gibson is going to be a volume play. Pittsburgh's defense against the run is solid. They're the number one ranked defense in the league, or number two. It's either them or the Colts. Um, but Gibson again, volume. He's going to get volume like crazy. We saw J D. McKissick take a step back this week, uh, but I see Pittsburgh's defense putting on the pass rush pretty thick in this matchup, and so there there may be potential for a lot of checkdowns to J.D. McKissick. Mm. That's how he was being utilized before when he had fantasy value. So it's very possible that with that pass rush, we may see a lot of that in this game again, but I don't want to count on it. All right, let's move to the second Monday night game, the Bills versus the Niners. Uh, this is a trick game. <laughs> you would think you could start your Buffalo Bills in this game, right? But the 49ers defense actually is getting healthy. They got Richard Sherman back. They got a couple of their defensive linemen back. Uh, Debo Samuel on the offensive side of the ball is back. Um, And so uh, Raheem Mostert on the offensive side of the ball is back. This is going to be a better game than people expect. Um, I don't – they've been struggling at wide receiver ever since John Brown has gone down in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Um, And Stephon Diggs has kind of disappeared in this offense. It's really been the Cole Beasley show. Um, So – for the Buffalo Bills, I, I want to start Josh Allen, but I'm kind of scared to. Uh, just because I don't, I see Cole Beasley as having the best opportunity to score points on this roster. They're going to shut down. They're going to put Stephon Diggs against Richard Sherman all game. Richard Sherman's probably going to shadow him, which means that takes away that whole side of the field. Okay. Uh, so they're going to force the other guys to beat him. And who are the other guys? Right? They don't allow people to run against him. I think they're averaging 11 fantasy points a game against the running back, the 49ers defense, okay. right? So that's Singletary. That takes that part of the offense away. And so you're hoping for a big game for Dawson Knox and Cole Beasley. Hmm. It just yeah, doesn't that, sound – When you break it down like that, I'm not doing that. It doesn't sound promising at all, right? Mm-hmm. So starting Josh Allen, you're really hoping for him to be able to get 60, 70 yards on the ground and hopefully throw two touchdowns. And that's – that's asking a lot. Um, 49ers side of the ball, Buffalo's defense struggles a little bit against the pass. Uh, actually, what are they ranked against the pass? Buffalo's D? Yeah. They are ranked sixth. Okay. Okay. Right now. Okay. Um, they're struggling against the run. Okay, they struggle against the run. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mostert. Start Raheem Mostert. Um, and I actually really like Debo Samuel. Again, another one of those volume plays with Kittle out of the offense. It's uh, he's getting peppered with targets. When he's healthy, he's going to get the targets. Um, and so targets equates to opportunity. Opportunity equates to fantasy points. Okay. So uh, those two guys I like on the 49er side of the ball, I would not start the quarterback. And I, Jordan Reed is a roll of the dice play. Um, he didn't do anything last week for you. And I feel like I heard you singing his praises. I was. Yeah. Uh, the matchup looked favorable, and I thought that he was going to have a lot of – I believe he got six targets, but he only caught one. Um, and so that just – it didn't turn into anything. They won that game in the trenches uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, now Cam is questionable oh, with an Lord. abdominal issue. And J.K. Domins, uh upgraded to active. I don't think Cam wants to play. Uh, but anyway <laughs> – so I would. You know what? I, if I were him, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't trust Jordan Reed. He has potential, but I just wouldn't trust it. All right. Last but certainly not least, it's our Tuesday night game: the Cowboys against the Ravens. Um, I don't know really what to make of the Dallas Cowboys offense. We saw another struggle game from Ezekiel Elliott on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving when they got pounded by the Washington Football Team. Um. They're playing against a better defensive front in the Baltimore Ravens. And so, I, as much as 
I want to say you're going to obviously start Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know anymore. Uh, what we do know is what is true when Andy Dalton is on the field is that he targets Dalton Schultz and he tar- targets Amari Cooper. All right. That's what you're going to see uh, more of against Baltimore. Um, we saw Juju as the wide receiver two in that offense have a great game against the Baltimore defense a couple days ago. Um, and so, but th- does that mean that CD lamb is going to have a good game? Not necessarily because the quarterback is not that great. Right. But that was with RG three. So I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to make up this offense. I don't, I don't believe in Andy Dalton's talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so consistency wise, Cooper and Schultz are the only ones that I care to start in this game. You probably have to start Zeke because he was your first round pick. Yeah. But uh, that smells. I've put him on my bench before, and I will do it again. Yeah, I I benched him. I got him on my bench now, but it's hard Sunday when you see that name on your bench. Like, yeah. But it's Zeke, though. It's you know like, what I mean? Now like, it's like, well, it's just Zeke. Um, what about in Baltimore? Baltimore, I, I, we haven't heard. Is Lamar Jackson back? They're saying as of today, he might still be sick. He might still be sick. Now, we did see who was the third string guy that came in and threw a nice touchdown in the fourth quarter to bring them back within five points against Pittsburgh. Sorry, I'm reading up on because it looks like Ingram also still might be sick. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, So the third string quarterback, they've got... um, McSorley. Surly. I, I, that, yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, Tracy McSurley. Okay, so he may be your starter. And for the little bit of time that he was in the game against the Steelers, he actually looked decent. Well, they might be having – they might have to play him because, as we just discussed, RG3's on IR. Lamar Jackson apparently is on a ventilator. So, And who got the touchdown? Hollywood Brown, Ugh. somebody that we've been missing this entire season, right? That's true. Got a long touchdown last game uh, at the end of the game. So, I, you know, for a long shot, uh, that's, a, that's a great long shot play against a Dallas Cowboys defense that's just average, right? Uh, Mark Andrews. I don't believe – no, he didn't play last week, so they'll have him back. They should have him back in the offense this week. And it looks like it's going to be the uh, the J.K. Dobbins show uh, at running back. So I, I don't like it. Uh, but if I had to start anybody from that offense, it would be Dobbins and it would be Mark Andrews for sure. Mm-hmm. And you can take a chance – on, on hoping that that connection that the Hollywood Brown had with him is real and roll the dice. All right. All of that sounds good. You are definitely going to want to keep abreast of all this <sighs> uh, COVID news with Baltimore on. because um, it sounds like people are a little bit more sick than uh Yeah, they had, a, they had infections it. all the way up to game day, mm-hmm. literally. And so uh, – we don't know what the situation is now that they've gotten back to Baltimore. As a matter of fact, where is this game being played? Is it in Baltimore or Dallas? It is in Baltimore. So they were able to go back home after traveling to Pittsburgh. We don't know what the situation is inside the organization. So it might be slim pickings again. Um, and if it is, then McSurley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? McSurley and, 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 and Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown. It could be it. All right. Well, as always, we hope that that is just the right amount of news you need to set your lineups for this Sunday, Monday, and now Tuesday. And as always, may the odds be forever Ever in, in your, your favor. favor.